0: Now we get into the meat of it. Yeah. Okay. Totally oh. <laughs> nerdy. Let's, let's talk the data stuff. Let's adjust our glasses. Our clear glasses cuz we're Cause just a, so Yeah, exactly. That are not prescription. Um totally prescription <laughs> and blue blocker. <laughs> oh, god, you're one up on me already. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you introduced me to some sci-fi fantasy that I was not aware of before. I know that, I know that I read the Queens of Mm -hmm. trilogy, which I haven't read the last book yet. I'm saving it for a special occasion. Did you also introduce me to the queen of
1: blood? No, no. Okay. I think so. Is that the one that you're talking about
0: last time? No, not the one that I stopped reading. Yeah, that was a court of thorns and roses. I can't keep track of all these books. I know there's so (laughs) many, but they're so good. So okay, Queen of Blood. Yeah, Queen of Blood. Uh, mm, goddamn it, I'll I'll find it. I'll find it. I'm gonna find. I'll go in your. I just gotta like go to my Goodreads real quick. (laughs) Which, by the way, maybe Goodreads should sponsor us. If you are not on Goodreads and you are reading books, you have a moral an ethical yes a cultural obligation to chronicle these books and your feelings about them
1: apparently all the people who are my friends on goodreads are like reading all the like romance novels and these like really like deep you know where the crawdad sings and things like that i'm like
0: oh god i just
1: don't like those books tell me what sci-fi books i need to read you know
0: is there a sci-fi subset of of, of like a reading a club for sci-fi fantasy people no but then you have to interact with those people (laughs) (laughs) oh the shade of it all i know oh Oh, the shade of it all my oh my
1: sometimes i'm just so introverted that even though introverted nerds are too much for me
0: (laughs) you you can't interact like people period you just can't interact with okay so, okay, here are my tops. Here are just my tops. Mm-hmm. Okay, over the last couple of years, the top sci fi fantasy that I have read. Mm-hmm. And then you give me your tops. Mm-hmm. Um, Shadow and Bone
1: good, was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. It
0: really was good. It's fast read, it's fun. Yeah. The Queens of Renthia trilogy, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, the Queen of, Queen of Blood, is the first one, right?
1: Oh, then if you what I'm sorry, then yeah.
0: No, but I was thinking of a different book when I said it first, though. <laughs> okay, The Queen of Blood is the first one. Um, Brandon Sanderson, obviously, the Mistborn oh, uh, books. So I feel like are a good place to start with him if you haven't read anything yeah. that he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, here it is. Okay, Red Queen. Red Queen. Yeah, Let me and see. it's the Red Queen um trilogy: Red Queen, uh, Glass Sword, King's Cage. They're okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, they're really fun. Um, and then probably top, top, tippy top of my list is Tasha Suri.
1: Oh, so, I, so, yeah. I, I'm hoping that that's going to be my vacation read. You know when you have yes. like that special book? You
0: save it. Bu- mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, you save it. Yeah. Uh, Empire of Sand mm-hmm. is so good. And then there's Realm of Ash is the second one. She has not published the third one yet because Mm -hmm. i am on a please notify list for that one so i will know the moment it comes out but Mm -hmm. then she started a new trilogy um the first book is out now and it's called the jasmine throne
1: i think that's the one that i have like on my to read list
0: that one is so good yeah i'm really really excited
1: obviously
0: um the inheritance uh saga which is the Aragon books, basically? I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Like Aragon, Brisinger, Brisinger. I don't know how to say it. Anyway, those dragon books. Um, <laughs> they're pretty great. Uh, really liked those. And then that, that might be it. Like just kind of yeah. sc- scrolling through my, um. My sci-fi stuff
1: We're still nerdy that we're looking on our uh technical devices to see what books have we read i know
0: right <laughs> I keep track of this stuff man but yeah yeah I, w- I was oh and obviously and this is this is like fantasy adjacent i don't consider this sci-fi fantasy but there's a spit of fantasy in it is outlander
1: <laughs> that's a i jo- i haven't gotten into
0: okay I if locking... you need a break from dystopian, like everyone always nightmares tells me that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, Hunger Games was good too. That's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, um, yeah. Just these are all good. Oh, Ready Player One was good too. Hey, I haven't read the second one. Have you read the second one yet? I haven't read the second one yet. Yeah, I, I kind of just fell off my radar. Yeah, the Southern Reach trilogy, uh, um, Annihilation. <sighs> yeah that I, that's a good series I really
1: yeah since I loved how you did talk about that because I was like do I really want to read the second one not so sure but mm-hmm. yeah
0: the second one is difficult yeah to, to kind of get through but it makes total, like it, it rewards itself like yeah. the end of the book but yeah. then also the third book it just like makes it that's good, that's tight. good. it like yeah. really brings it together <laughs> It's just so, it was so hard to read, but honestly, so right now I'm reading The Ruin of Kings, Mm -hmm. which I think is probably a trilogy by Jen Mm -hmm. Lyons, Mm -hmm. and it's really good. I can tell it's, I read them on Kindle, so I don't know how thick they are before I start, but I can tell this one is like super thick. Yeah, (laughs) It's a big boy, and I'm really, I think I'm struggling to get through it, not because of the book, but Mm -hmm. because I'm so tired. Like. I work now twelve hour shifts, yeah, three days a week. And when I get home from those twelve hour shifts, I'm like trying to read, and then I'm like falling asleep. Um, and I like to read every night, but now I've just found myself picking the book up during the day to try and like I was like I need to finish this so I can get yeah, to the next book. Yeah, There's yeah. like that, but also I am enjoying reading it. Like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, no, I I I get like that too because like, yeah, I usually read at night, and I'm like. You know, I have a kid. I'm not gonna. It's funny because I need like solitary solitary confinement when I'm reading. I don't need. I can't have any distractions. You know, I can't so...
0: have like the TV on or no, something. No. Like if someone else is watching something, like it ruins it for me. Yeah. I want yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. My husband, he's reading on the couch, and the kids like talking with him. The dogs are barking, and he's like, because that's how much he loves to read. And then he stays up until two o'clock in the morning reading. I'm like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i can't do it no i can't do no.
1: it i need sleep and peace of mind first yeah but yeah for sure yeah yeah but no as i mentioned before i'm reading the it's called the rampart trilogy and then so book of Gold, okay. coley was first the trials of coley was second and now i'm on the fall of coley which this book I almost struggled with as well, and I'm glad I stuck out, you know, towards the end of it. It got really interesting, and I'm like, huh, this is, like, fun. I love it when, like, because, you know, sometimes dystopians tend to be very, like, predictable. Like, yes, it, it's like, oh, we're in the dark ages, but this, like, it's good, and it kind of strings you along. And it's still keeping you guessing of, like, but why is it like this? Why is it like that? And Yeah. And then like, you know, in the second book, it really kind of did some more twists. Now in the third book, it's like even more twisted and it's like hilariously like messed up. And I'm like, this is so good. Oh, wow, that does sound good. It's so good. It is, it is. And I listened to the audio book for the first book and it was great because the way it's, so the author like, writes it in broken english and it you think that it's going to be annoying but you kind of get used to it and then it kind of just like you settle it so but when you hear it being spoken like you really feel the character and nice yeah okay so So
0: maybe do that one as an audiobook yeah i was doing it in tandem because (laughs) (laughs) you get your books how you can Uh, yeah exactly and you know when the library allows you to you know check books out and audiobooks out I need to get connected with my library because I bet some of these books I'm buying I could just rent. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I I am like one hundred percent believer in the library and sponsor and not sponsor but you
0: support, know, support your, your library, people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's see what um the uh, Queen of Renthia trilogy. That the reluctant queen. So good. So good. Oh my it god. It is very
0: rare. It is so rare. That the second book in a trilogy is better than the first I know and I, know. I felt that that was the case for this and I was I was really surprised I was it's, so happy I'm not a mom you know and she is and I yeah. thought I'm not really going to be into her but I really was yeah I know I it was one
1: of those books I'm like I need to tell somebody about this book because it's so good it's just like <laughs> i have
0: to share what i know
1: Ah, this book is so good (laughs) and i'm glad you got it like i'm glad Mm -hmm. you were able to recognize why it was so good too so
0: it's it's you were talking about like tropes in dystopian future books yeah well there's a trope in like ya fantasy sci-fi and that is like young virginal Mm -hmm. Girl yeah. doesn't realize she has massive amounts of yeah. magic power. Meets yeah. older, you know, wiser guy who's right? got a lot of power, but not quite as much as her. And yeah. he teaches her how to use her power, and yeah. in the process, like, de-virginizes her. And I, I just was so sick of that trope. Oh yeah, and and they don't do that trope in the first book, but but having a woman like a fully mm-hmm. actualized woman, yeah, with a capital W, yeah. like as a main character who is not there to be maternal, but who is actually a a mother because that, that was just amazing. Yeah, That was amazing. And it's kind of, it's kind of my issue. I think with the book I'm reading now, even Mm -hmm. though it's, it's a woman author, Mm -hmm. the main character is a boy. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like 15, but then he's also much older than that because it's told in two different timelines, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think is very cool as well. But so far, like 35% of the way through, the only women archetypes in this book mm-hmm. are mothers and whores. You know? They're either a maternal figure yeah. to him or mm-hmm. they're literally a whore. I mean, mm-hmm. he grew up in a whore house; It's kind of hard to escape that. <laughs> and even the demon character, mm-hmm. who is... is often takes the form of a woman Mm -hmm. is very like kind of lurid and sexual in her language and in her movements Mm. which in and of itself very cool i like that idea but like all the women are either these wizened sages or maternal or yeah yeah and it it just bothers me
1: yeah i know yeah i get like that too especially it's like you know I only have so much time in a day. I'm gonna be picky with my books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This one trilogy, which the third book is still being written. Um, it's called *Flight of the Silvers*. That's a good.
0: Is book. it Daniel
1: Price? Yeah, Daniel Price. He's so nice. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so Daniel Price. Yes, *Flight <laughs> of the Silvers*. That's okay. really good. It's I'm long it. and um, it, it has kind of like an X-Men sort of vibe to it. Okay. And I don't know just something about that book just it's I I like the characters a lot of different characters and it's kind of like one of those ones where it's like you know when someone time travels it's kind of like a Groundhog's Day like how much stuff can you just fuck up you know like there's like moments of that it's like (laughs) I (laughs) love
0: loop like the concept of loop like eternal loop things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like when you can go back again and again and again and do the same Like day or the same time period, and like try it differently. I think that's a really cool concept for Mm -hmm. fiction.
1: I really love the his Dark Material trilogy. So the I watched that. (gasps) Oh, isn't on HBO? Oh my gosh, they did such a wonderful job. Did they really? Oh, they did. They did because the movie sucked ass. I was so like sad about the like. Wasn't that called like
0: the Golden Compass or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the books are really good really okay. really good
1: and okay. it's like one of those few books that i've I've actually read like multiple times and hbo nice. did a wonderful job with it like, i was
0: super into that show it was so good oh, it was so good it was so good yeah. yes yes i can't
1: wait for the i guess one more season
0: i hope so yeah yeah like i'm living for a lot I mean, okay, we can segue into T V now. <laughs> which will segue into our final topic of Star Trek versus Star yeah. Wars, but um, HBO's been putting out good stuff. Oh my god, HBO is nailing it. Okay. Station eleven. Have you been watching that? I
1: started watching. It. I haven't gotten like I made a few episodes in.
0: It took I would say like three episodes mm-hmm. for me to really understand mm-hmm. like what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great. And I've heard from a couple people now that the book is, or the books—I'm not sure if it's a trilogy or not—but mm-hmm. uh, that the books are stupid good. Um, mm. But the show is really good. It's very emotional, so I have to take breaks. <laughs> um, so that's a really good like yeah. sci-fi dystopian future kind yeah. of. Um, it's it can be very if you're like still very triggered by the pandemic. <laughs> don't watch, watch it. I remember it's watching the first virus. episode going that fast. <laughs> Yeah, that would have taken forever. Yeah, it's like a much more deadly, deadly some a someday virus, as I like to call it. Um, on Apple TV, right now there's a show called Severance. My husband was talking about that one with Adam Scott. Is he watching it? He's a, he's like, I'm six
1: episodes in. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm like, you're six episodes in, and you don't know how you feel about it.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree with that sentiment. <laughs> I agree with that sentiment. It's a brilliant show. Uh-huh. Um, it's very paced, mm. which is a way of saying it's slow. Yeah, yeah. But it builds, and it builds, and it builds. So the pace remains the same, but the weight of the show increases uh. with mm. every episode. And it's another one where it's just, it's so much. It's w- so much. But um, it's so good. Yeah, I'm I just, can, I can tell. S- like Patricia Arquette like, I watch it is you- in it
1: you have to it's yeah so you have to be emotionally prepared to deal with heavy things that that show definitely i can tell it would it would trigger me with the work-life balance and like oh
0: it it's wild but yeah. it's just a wild show yeah like yeah. they they're doing a terrific job with. they're doing an amazing job with that's it that's good um Oh, of course, Wheel of Time, I watched.
1: I haven't, again,
0: that's one of those ones I'm like, you know,
1: I got into and I'm like, I don't know if I'm feeling it. And I know I just need to, like, plow it through. I think it's
0: fine. I don't think yeah. it's extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't read the books. Uh, they're, like, 14. And, then and they're famously, super thick, yeah. They're super yeah. thick. Famously, Brandon Sanderson is, is finishing them because the author died, died. before he yeah. could. But um, I think it's a solid it's a Mm -hmm. solid sci-fi show is it game of thrones no yeah um but even game of thrones on second watch isn't game of thrones
1: i i actually watched the first few seasons got kind of tired of it and then i'm like oh i'm gonna watch this last season (laughs) and then game of thrones you skipped the middle of game of thrones Yeah, i was tired of it it. that's the best part i was like just tell me what happens I know.
0: Oh blasphemy. my god! Blasphemy! <laughs> it's blasphemy! You have to go back. oh, no. <laughs> Did you watch the fourth season? Did you watch um um Rob?
1: Yeah. I'm you saw trying, that one. I'm trying to think of where I left off because I mean I you know I did like the summaries.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I cannot. That. I will not stand for it. You you're gonna have to go back and watch it have other stuff don't. to watch you've got a lot to watch yeah. um what are you what, what are you watching right now
1: i just finished uh upload on amazon prime
0: i started watching that <laughs> so that's when I, I kind of abandoned after like three or four episodes do ah. i need to continue watching it uh, i don't I know I was really wishy-washy about it. it
1: is it, it's kind of like it's cheesy i thought it was going to be more serious and it's like, very cheesy it's very cheesy it but- has
0: it has charm in a it way too. It does have
1: charm, but it's like I don't know. I, I feel like I'm like it feels like a Hallmark show, but they say fuck a lot. So
0: <laughs> it's like if Hallmark tried to do Black Mirror. God, I haven't
1: watched this. Black that's the, this
0: is the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, say it again. No,
1: I know. What? I'm so bad. I have not watched Black Mirror.
0: <laughs> girl, girl.
1: I have to be picky with. Here's the girl. thing. I'm a mother, I have to be so picky with my time. And That's I have to true. be so picky That's with true. what I watch. And so I'm like, and then I want to read books.
0: And then, yeah. And you want to be creative and, and you also want to be a yoga instructor. And I, I want to play video
1: games sometimes too. Like, <gasps> video
0: games. Yeah. Okay, wait, Fini- finish what else you're okay. watching and let's talk about video games and then we'll talk about Star Trek and Star Wars. Okay,
1: um, Upload was the last thing I finished. Okay. I'm trying to think of what else trying to think of what else there was something that i was watching that was like highly entertaining and Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) again i get i i've been getting kind of bored with watching shows lately i've been just reading yeah
0: yeah i've been reading more than i've been watching shows too and i think it's the sound it's like i want quiet more now than i ever have and now that i'm back to work like in an environment where it's constant noise yeah and constant people, mm-hmm. when I get home, I don't want the noise and the people. No. I couldn't figure out what it was for a while. Like, mm-hmm. of course I watched all of Bridgerton in one day, but outside of that, I've been reading a lot. Um, one last thing about Black Mirror, mm-hmm. every episode is like its own yeah, movie. Yeah. So like you could even just like do a a search for like top 10 yeah. and watch them and you'd be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, video games. Here's my thing. I got onto call of duty zombie mode and yeah. I've never gotten off of that train. I don't do, I don't do like Warzone stuff yeah. because I don't have an, a PlayStation account where you can play with other people, mm-hmm. but you can have multiplayer, like local. So like oh, cool. my husband can have a, a, my husband and I can play like two player, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is something I really enjoy doing. You learn a lot about a person when you have to share commodities in a video game and, and survive. <laughs> yeah. 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 And when oh, yeah. you die, you're dependent on the other person to revive you. That's caused some arguments. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. We're better for it. Uh anyway. <laughs> I also got it. In- so I haven't branched out much is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, I I did do a game called Maraquet. Maraquet. It looks like M A R A Q U maybe E T D E. Anyway, it's like a puzzle game basically. Yeah. Like you wander through and then um as I have a really hard time explaining this, but the puzzles change, but it's one of those games that has a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to like figure out things and you yeah. wander around figuring things out. Mm-hmm. I love those kinds of games. I think yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. Um, and I just bought a game called Dark, D A R K. Oh, I heard, I heard,
1: I think I heard real good things about that one. Yes,
0: it looks creepy as hell. <laughs> it's, like, the drawing of it is really cool. Like, very, like, Adam's family oh, animated-looking. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's another, like, puzzle kind of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very interesting. But I'm pretty gaming naive. Like, I just got into this during the pandemic. I was like, oh, video games are actually really fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I grew up with video games, like, pretty much ever since I was, like, a wee lass. So, but, like... <laughs> I was always into, like, Nintendo and stuff. So once, like you know Xbox came around and all those like first person shooters I could never get into a first person shooter I was like
0: I don't know oh, what really? to do
1: I need to see my guy go across the screen you know oh you need to
0: see the character <laughs> I, need, I need to see
1: my character I can't I just don't want to look at my hands I this whole time can be a
0: first person <laughs> that's so funny that is so fu- see that's we had a Nintendo 64 uh-huh. the only the only game I have a memory of is Mario Kart and GoldenEye yeah. Which was a multiplayer, basically first-person shooter. Like, okay. Oh, I fucking love GoldenEye. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: It's um, awesome. Yeah, like so. During the pandemic, we got so we had a Switch, and and then the game Animal Crossing came out, and it got oh to the yeah, point everybody
0: plays I, this.
1: I played it like the first iteration in you know in my twenties, and then so like. Mm-hmm. It got to the point, like, me and my kid were playing, like, we were, like, fighting over who gets to play the Switch. So for my birthday, my husband's like, just get yourself your own Switch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These were the coping mechanisms we had to develop.
1: Yes, yes. So
0: I had my own little Switch, and then, like, you know, my kid has
1: his own Switch. But we can't play video
0: games together because,
1: like you say, you just, like, it takes a lot of skill and communication to play a co-op video game with someone.
0: It really does. It, it does. really does, and I, I, re- for anybody who's in a relationship of any kind, I yes. recommend it. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's it's good. It's like it's like the very a very specific experience that to this point has only been accomplished by like assembling IKEA furniture.
1: <laughs> yes, I was gonna say. I heard that like the way to judge uh, a relationship is take your yes. partner to IKEA and have that experience. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Wise words. Mm,
1: hot date IKEA and some co-op. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> do it.
1: But right. let's see. It's funny what I'm playing right now. I'm actually playing uh, the latest Pokemon game, uh, and I started playing it because my kid was playing it. He got stuck, and I'm like. And I'm not going to play it for him. Bullshit. You right. Know. No. He, right. You got to do life it. Life lessons he needs to learn. So I'm like, fine. I'll start playing the game. And then when I get to the part where you're stuck, I'll be able to help you out. So, of course, like, I get to use that excuse to play this game all the time. I'm like, I'm playing <laughs> for my kid.
0: <laughs> it's racer. It's, it's,
1: this is parenting. It is. Yeah. I get to help my kid. I tell my kid, I'm like, what other parent plays video games with you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, we like Aww. it's like we all got into Minecraft for a while too. So it's just like you know. I heard of this one? It's it's actually funny. I I really like, like it. You know, but it's characters like
0: characters or something.
1: Yeah, it, Pardon me. I remember when Minecraft first came out. I'm like, what is this? Is this so stupid? I don't get it. <laughs> Why are people and now I'm like I know. obsessed about it. You know, and like creating worlds. But it was just like funny because like, you know, my husband will be playing. You know, on the Xbox, on the TV. You know, Minecraft playing together with my kid on his like whatever device that he has and I'll be mm-hmm. playing it on my iPad so all three of us like all like Are this like it. nerdy geeky family playing Minecraft I love
0: it I love it <laughs> I the the gaming experience is really fun like wow. I have gaming I have snacks like I know what my gaming snack <laughs> is it's pretzel chips and uh-huh. plain M and M's. Oh my god! In, in the same dish.
1: Wait, wait. There's this thing I saw during Christmas. It's like, it's like these like chopstick things that like, it's a ring, but it's like chopsticks. It's for gamers. So when they're playing a game, <gasps> they can like pick. They don't up. get Cheetos on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. So you can keep your hands on the controller and get a snack, and and not have to. Dirty your fingers with your Cheetos. I need this. I instantly. need this. I'm like, I don't know if this is obscene or absolutely genius. <laughs> it's absolutely genius,
0: is what it is, and I want it. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Gaming chopsticks. Gaming snack <laughs> yeah. appendages. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gaming is fun, and I'm glad it's in my life. Oh, sure.
1: definitely. Yeah, we're we did pre-order a Steam Deck, so that's kind of like a a handheld. You know, device. So it's not made by Xbox. It's not made by PlayStation or Nintendo. It's made by oh. Valve and Steam. Um, they're the ones who made the portal games, and so they made their own handheld. So we reserved it. Oh, wow, wow. Hu- and we haven't played it yet, because my husband's like, guess what? It's selling for a lot of money on eBay. I'm like, okay, you sell that shit. <laughs>
0: So is like a money-making scheme yeah. now it's a like, steam deck huh it's really cool okay. so yeah
1: you and you can play like a lot of the games that you have like on your pc or on your xbox some playstation yeah. games on this like because i don't like you know again i have a kid and i have dogs and stuff i i want to play in a quiet environment so if i can
0: handheld it handhold yeah, it yeah you know, it's easier yeah. than having yeah, exactly the TV on. Yeah, yeah so yeah.
1: i'm so we ordered it. We got it. We sold it on eBay for like four times the amount that what it's going for.
0: Nice. Oh my god.
1: And then so I pre-ordered again, so we'll get it like in the fall. So I hope to get into some more like grown-up games.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? I read. I don't. I don't have anything to substantiate this with. So, but I I read that the largest market for video games right now is middle-aged women.
1: Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah.
0: You know. It, Uh, like they're making more games specifically for us now
1: animal crossing is like it's it's such a yeah (laughs) so amazing walking around you know talking to my animal neighbors decorating their houses catching bugs
0: (laughs) i don't understand this game at all but it sounds like lovely
1: i don't know it's, it's it's it was my pandemic therapy. It was everybody's pandemic therapy. I think like, it was a
0: collective thing that it was
1: hilarious. a lot of like, people
0: experienced.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's kind of the beauty of it.
1: Yeah. It's mm. funny because it's like, you know, being a nerdy family, I get very like, so what kind of fandom are we going to get our kid into or what kind of fandom do we allow? Like right now. You know, I don't want to do Fortnite. I can't do Fortnite right now. You know, Ugh. Ugh. yeah, it seems Ugh.
0: crazy. I don't
1: like it. Yeah, but I'm like, I can do, I can do Pokemon. You know, and it, this can segue into our next one. Like our kid, he likes Star Wars.
0: <laughs> you like Star Wars? Okay, yes. all right. I it's mean, is he? Yeah. Is he
1: Star Trek curious? I don't know if he thinks that exists yet, but okay, got it. I bet he will like it because he does. He's like he loves like sci-fi stuff so
0: there is an animated <laughs> really uh, get it, star trek called on nickelodeon called prodigy
1: oh okay so it's not the one what was it called what's the what was it oh animation? lower decks <laughs>
0: yeah that one is so fucking hilarious it's definitely adult um yeah, okay it's pretty it's pretty adult it's yeah, like yeah. the simpsons you know, okay okay yeah, a, yeah like i can do better than that what am i thinking um like Family Guy or, yeah, yeah, or whatever—that's yeah, yeah. okay, okay, like an okay. adult cartoon. Oh, it's like South Park, okay. but it's especially hilarious if you've seen like yeah. most of like the Star Trek shows. But yeah. it's still in and of itself,
1: yeah, hilarious. Yeah. So okay, so we are more of a Star Wars family, um, mm-hmm. and I like Star. Obviously, I've dressed up as Ray countless of times, and we went on a Disney nice. cruise with the you know Disney Day at Sea. Um, <laughs> But I did grow up more leaning towards Star Trek, you know, Next Generation, Next Voyager. Generation was
0: my Star Trek and, and Voyager and Deep Space Nine. Deep
1: Space, yeah, you know, and I think that's kind of – once uh, Enterprise and Scott Facula when he did I his, didn't watch that one. No,
0: that kind of – and then I'm like mm. – I did not watch that one. Yeah, and I kind of a- like – it's a big discussion in my family that I have not watched <laughs> Star Trek. I mean- and I don't consider it canon. And that's been an issue before with my brother who I do a Star Trek podcast with. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But I think he's gonna force me to watch some of them and then we're gonna talk yeah. about it. But we were we were both, we were Star Wars and a Star Trek yeah. family. It's just Star Trek was on every week. Yeah. You know? And Star Wars was like three movies that yeah. you watched repeatedly because they were one of the only VHS's that you owned, but still. Yeah. uh, And then now you have Mandalorian and you have Book of Boba Fett, which I haven't Mm -hmm. gotten into yet, but I I love Mandalorian. I love Star Wars. I love all of it. Um, But Star Trek, to me, Mm -hmm. has something that Star Wars doesn't have, Mm -hmm. and it's the reason I like it better, and it's the reason a lot of people don't like it better, and that is that it represents to me the kind of future I want mm, to live in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This future, and since since TNG, like since the nineties, even mm-hmm. in a lot of parts of TOS, the original series, mm-hmm. like it's a future where we take care of the environment. Yeah, it's a, it's a future where money doesn't mean anything. People are housed. Mm-hmm. People on Earth, anyway. People in within the Federation are protected, and unlike a lot of like Star Wars, you know, Star Wars doesn't have a science vessel. <laughs> they do, no. but it's secretly, it's secretly an attack vessel. It's se- it's secretly like a, they have science stations on mm-hmm. like Endor and, and stuff like that. But like it's, the Enterprise is a science yeah, vessel. Yeah, I was going to say Star
1: Wars is fantasy while Star Trek is sci-fi. That's like, you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you,
0: you're right because there's magic in Star Wars and then... There's like science magic in Star Trek. <laughs> but S- Star Trek is just so there's so much to it. And like the movies were kind of born of the show. Mm-hmm. And then with Star Wars, the shows were kind of born of the movies. It's like reverse yeah. engineering it. But Star Trek just they take great pains, especially the newer tracks, to like create an environment where everybody is welcome and everybody's represented and everyone mm-hmm. feels seen and important. And I feel like that's where Star Wars has a lot of ground to make up.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: like, again, because
1: it, it started off as three movies. There was nothing to build right. off of it, you know?
0: But yeah. True. Yeah. So but even in the cur- more current movies, it's like, where's the gay couple? Yeah. Like, where's the non-binary character? Where's the trans Disney, character? Disney? Disney? Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Yeah, it can't all be like soul. Soul can't be your entire diversity movie or Encanto or, you know, like you've you've got to put it in Star Wars. You've got to put it in you've got people need to feel represented. Yeah. They need to feel like they belong in the future. They need to see themselves and that's it's not like a dig on Star Wars. I think Star Wars will get there, but it's mm. more like a Western in space with magic.
1: Oh, definitely. I feel like.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean. Specifically, yeah, specifically The Mandalorian, which again is a beautifully shot and wonderfully done show, and I mm. really love it. But Star Trek just has a place in my heart because it taught. I grew up in a white evangelical oh, Christian yeah. household. So
1: That's
0: I right. was not taught a lot of these things, and I will be watching Star Trek, and I'm like, huh, they can tell that they went back in time because the ozone layer is fucked, and the environment is riddled with (laughs) pollutants. And I'm like, oh, okay, the climate does matter, actually, and we should take care of it better. Oh, there's, like, there was in Deep Space Nine, I remember them... There was a, uh, someone was missing on the ship and they were looking in their quarters for clues. And it was a picture of this character with both of their husbands. And it was like, oh, that's a polyamorous relationship, which I didn't know what that was at the time. But I was like, oh, people can have more than one partner. That's interesting. Or, you know, it just, it taught me a lot. And I saw that this was the future Mm -hmm. and like science was important, but also feelings were really important. Cause you had Deanna Troy, you had Guinan, you had these people who were like there specifically to recognize people's feelings. And that wasn't always (laughs) done in a great way, but like the doctor was a woman. I mean, get out of here, you know, like it was, it was great. And it taught me things and I'm, at times surprised my parents let me watch it because of the things it was teaching me but I think they just didn't like understand yeah
1: that's that's one, think, that's one of those gifts where you're like yeah. I'm glad my parents just, just don't understand because they're just so like, set in their way that me. they can't even uh-huh. see <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah so that's that was really important to my upbringing like that's just really as cool. important as that's like cool. Jane Austen and yeah. Agatha Christie were
1: yeah that's like just really me. cool that you can just kind of like You know, you learn, you know, life and diversity through this show. That's kind of cool to think about it, you know, especially (laughs) you know, I didn't grow you know, my parents were very, you know, old fashioned and you know, strict and stuff. But I did live in California where we had a lot of diversity Mm. of like people. And so even though my parents, you know were very close minded, I got to, you know, be exposed to so much of that. But yeah, no, and I kind of feel like that's how I feel like Towards the X Men comics, like yeah, so much diversity yes. and like so human, you know. And that's why I don't like DC because DC doesn't have that. DC emotion. is so basic. Yeah, they're just so basic.
0: Know.
1: So and what with I feel with like Marvel and X Men, you know, they just they care about like the human, what it it yes. like emotional part of it and. It's not all about being a superhero. It's about, you know, what happens when you're not the superhero and, you know, yeah. you have to face, you know, because, yeah, for with like, especially with X Men, it's like, you know, people were racist against mutants and like, what do you do about that? And like, exactly.
0: It yeah. was a complete allegory for mm-hmm. racism, mm-hmm. which is, that's beautiful to, to, to like teach it that way. Yeah. I've learned so much more through fiction and specifically like sci fi and mm-hmm. fantasy than I have through anything else oh yeah like it just i don't know there's something about it
1: we can have a future and alternate universe where you know it doesn't have to be like ours we can have it you know yeah
0: and it can be better or it can be so so much worse (laughs) and it kind of shows us like you don't want to go down that road no and it shows you who the i mean who the good guys are yeah you know if you're not like down with the Star Trek future, then I can kind of weed you out of my life. (laughs) I don't need you here because we're not going to the same place.